All right, new pod. All right, welcome to the Andrew Collins Show. I am Andrew Collin. I am joined by Brenna Larock. Uh, this is the emergency uh, podcast. We are we have come to the rescue. I apologize for um, the last episode. We forgot to hit one little button, and so instead of recording into the microphones, we recorded into the camera, which caused an echo sound. We tried to fix it. We tried to do everything we can. Um, I know this sounds way more uh, serious than it should. We tried everything. We, we just couldn't. It had to die. It honestly sounds like I'm trying, like I was an emergency room doctor, and I was like, look, miss, we tried everything for your husband, but... Well, you're just trying to put out good content. Yeah, and it does matter to me. Yeah. So I got a bunch of messages saying that it's unlistenable, and I apologize, and hopefully... And we're sorry that it's out late now. Yes, (laughs) yes, the second one is out late now. But as a family, we'll get through this. We started off our day right with some... some, Starbucks. I feel like that always puts me in a little bit of a better mood if I know I'm getting Starbucks a little like starting your day off with a tree. It's like morning sex like you like. What's that? (laughs) (laughs) We don't have morning sex that much. We do sometimes. But I feel like when we do have morning sex, we're like, whoa. I feel like morning sex. We usually have it when we have nothing else to do yeah we wake up with existential dread every day since we moved to la so we wake up trying to do positive affirmations we're not thinking about p and v like that is true (laughs) i mean we moved here yeah we're not we don't wake up and like oh life is good I never start at 100. I no, have to work my way. We literally have to climb up Runyon Canyon every day to get in a good space, like headspace. And we're singing, thank you for sunshine. <laughs> thank you for rain. Thank, thank you, you for joy. Thank, thank you for pain. pain. It's, it's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day. I don't want to act all <laughs> high in my Oh, we're still going. Uh, no, but it was funny because we had an argument about uh, fall down on your face or fall down on your knees. And like many of our arguments, you're very positive. You're correct. <laughs> and there's nothing Normally that feels better <laughs> than knowing I'm right the whole time. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Positive affirmations. You asked me what my favorite song was when I'm in a bad mood, and I realized I don't have one. And I think that that song we just sang, that little jingle jangle, jingle jangle jingle, uh, is it's got to be it. Like it really does help me. It's it's practicing gratitude. That's what it is. And like, I have never felt so much gratitude as I have since moving to Los Angeles. Honestly, gratitude for me. Um, yeah, like I know, yeah. like the setting I work in, I work with, I work in West Hollywood at a very trendy, like, uh, restaurant and I deal with people that are like very different from me and have like different, um, I don't know, like different priorities in life and they like different values and, uh, it just made me really realize I have strong, strong morals and strong values and I'm like, I have everything that I I need and I thought that I needed more but I have like family 
family that really cares about me, checks in on me, friends that care about me and check on me. I live with the love of my life. I have a kitty cat who makes me happy. And I can hang out with him all day if it comes down to it. So, yeah, I don't know. We're getting emotional. Yeah, no, it's like honestly been like this weird. I I like. It's funny you get emotional (laughs) with a mustache and glasses. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you look like you've never cried in your life. You cried at your dad's funeral once (laughs) and it was a single tear and your family still talks about it to this day. That's what you look like. Remember when Andrew was a little bitch? With that one tear. You that look one. like you wear Hawaiian shirts on Saturday mornings. I should. <laughs> I just want that life. Yeah, no. No, I'm it's... with you. I think this city, you know, New York, I think what happened too is like I was in New York for 10 years. So I've been beaten down by people who I think uh, have different morals than me or, or value different things. So I'm kind of used to this. these people that are just so... Um, like fake and like uh, materialistic and just care about being seen and how much money they have and status. Yeah. And yeah, it's tough, especially when you're working in a restaurant and you have people coming up to you. You're working as a hostess. They think they're better than you just because they're buying a $40 uh, tuna roll. Yeah. And they're splitting it seven ways. I, yeah, some, I, I mean, the first, when I first started, I was like culture shock and I just wanted to like smack them in the face and be like, you don't know my life. Like, you don't know, like part of, some of these people, I'm like, I know what you do for this money. It's dirty money. You <laughs> Wait, what's dirty money to you? <laughs> I don't know. Just not honest. You mean like, from like blowies and, and stuff? I, no, no. And I oh. like, I don't like, <laughs> I'm, I don't like blame people for want, like doing things that I wouldn't do for money. Like if I would do them or you know what I mean like if I I I mean I get it but I just am like we're all that we're all the same like you just found like a cheat code basically that works for you and like you don't know what's going on in my life and now I've come to the point where I I've now flash for yeah fast forward to like a few weeks into it and I'm just like oh my god I really don't care like I'm just happy with what I have and like you can treat me however you want like I get to go home and like I have like I said everything I need and I like I'm like know who I am you had some funny stories from uh, one one lady they came in like six women and then they oh ended up <laughs> Yeah, it was like all of these. Um, I think they were like Bosnian women, like rich Bosnian women, and they can't. They come in, and um, we take everybody's name and phone number when they come into a restaurant. Like we do not let people dine in case they are, you know, shitty people, or we can blacklist them, or if they run out on a tab, and or if they come frequently and they're great people, and we want to keep track of those people too. It's so funny to have a restaurant that you have to. <laughs> blackball people like from st louis you never like yeah no these people are not getting into (laughs) chilies there is no we kept their name down last time they were in chilies they were like i demand this table blacklist at chilies in st louis is just polaroid pictures at the host stand of people (laughs) (laughs) yeah of mug shots yeah um no so yeah these boss these women come in and i can tell from their profile like they're already just like uh yeah it's not gonna be fun whatever they come in and they're celebrating a birthday it's like a weeknight we close at like 10 o'clock and um i could just tell the way that she was treating me it was gonna be fun so i seat them i let the server know i like i'm like hey heads up this is what's going on 
Um, and then I go home for the night and then I come back and the server tells me like, you need, you got to ask, ask the manager what happened that night with those <laughs> ladies. So she tells me that these women stay way past close. So they stay, um, like an hour past close the entire time they're sitting, they're sitting on the patio on an enclosed patio and, um, smoking cigarettes and, Obviously, no smoking allowed. The server is taking their cigarettes out of their hand at some point and dumping them in their waters because they've been asked multiple times not to. Then they finally get kicked out by the manager. It's closing time. Let's go wrap this up, ladies. They decide they want to go inside to go to the bathroom before they leave. So my manager's in the office getting things closed down and the security guard is standing outside of the bathroom like waiting for these women to get done. And he walkies over to the manager and, and says hey you know you got to come out here these ladies are whooping it up in there and so my manager goes to the bathroom she has to like bust through the door they're trying to close like they're like closing the door she gets in there the, one of the ladies is completely naked dancing in the center of her friends in the communal area of the bathroom just just dancing twirling around are they like rooting her on yes like, like, you, you're doing you it now girl. you think she just got it out of a relationship like, or something no they're like i mean they're all like 45 year old women like ring, rings on their finger like this is their super bowl this is their <laughs> yeah, super bowl yeah, super going out on a wednesday night and um my manager was like, okay, put your clothes on. Let's, it's time for you to get out. And she said, uh, one of the ladies goes, bitch, fuck you. And my manager goes, no, bitch, fuck you. Get out of my restaurant. Whoa, like, original, back and forth. Yeah. Same thing. I like it. And then she was like, no, bitch, <laughs> fuck you. And then she was like, no, no bitch, fuck, fuck you. you. And then she was like. And then, and then the lady goes, uh, Bitch, I could buy you and this restaurant. And my manager says, that's perfectly fine. Uh, I don't care. Um, that's perfectly fine that you can buy buy me in this restaurant. But I still have way more class, uh, like 10 times more class than you. You're naked in a restaurant right now. And so she finally, she <laughs> then they push her out. I love She's her trying to, naked though and being like, I can buy you. <laughs> don't look at my tits right now. But I, I literally <laughs> would just, I would have done this. I would have looked her up and down and then just looked at her tits and been like, just just look at him that <laughs> damn that's cold no. i would have just looked at her tits and then just looked at him and then i would have been like bitch fuck you i would no i would have said bitch looks like you don't need to buy this restaurant you need to buy some new tits damn <laughs> damn shots <No>. fired <laughs> But I have a man at home and a cat. <laughs> I have way more than you do. <laughs> yeah. I have an unfurnished apartment. My mattress is on the floor. I can't afford my car. My car's not working. <laughs> but I got a whole lot of love. My boyfriend was fired <laughs> multiple times. But I look, I could buy an appetizer here. So. <laughs> no, anyways. So let me finish this. So anyways, they're put now they push her out. She jams back in she stares at the woman the entire time while she gets while she get, is getting dressed and then she walks them out and they're talking shit to her the whole time anyways they get blacklisted from the from the restaurant but some wild stuff happening in west hollywood you guys she comes in in a mustache but naked and she's like no it's not me <laughs> yeah. it's not me it's not my i know those tits i you? looked at those tits for a while those are the same tits that i said that need to be new no i just 
I know, I know what you're saying. You would have just made her feel very insecure. She would have just been like, at that point, she probably would have stopped fighting. She'd just been like, "You're right. I hate my tits. <laughs> my saggy tits. My saggy tits. That's why I'm part. That's why I'm drinking and partying. Like uh, behind all this is so much like psychological like torture and like sadness to do that. Like they probably don't go out that much. <laughs> They're like, this is our one night out. Yeah. We finally get to leave our husbands. My husbands have been cheating on me for. The last 10 years, I don't say anything because he has a bunch of money. I'm just a mother. I just feed my kids. I wake up at 9 a.m. I don't have morning sex. I'm always just sad. Here's one night. I'll have a sake bomb. I'll have six sake bombs. I'll be with my friends. I'll get naked in the bathroom. I'll fucking (laughs) grind on the fucking on the toilet bowl and I'll just fucking love it and no one will care. I'll just love it. But apparently this behavior is not cool. And you know, good. You know, I, I want to be. I want to. I want friends that I'm close enough to that I get naked in a yeah. bathroom in a group of them. Like those are some. That's a tight knit friend group, though. I do have to say that. Like, <laughs> that's like, what I'm saying. That's a pack of wolves that will die for you. I don't have that. I don't have six guy true. friends that I can go out with, throw my cock around, <laughs> and then they're like, "Yo, Andrew's throwing his dick around." Yeah, fuck Brenna. <laughs> Fuck Brenna, dude. She's always tying you down, bro. Throw that dick. Oh and I'm like, yeah, God. boys. <laughs> yeah, boys. Yeah, boys. <laughs> Thanks, boys. <laughs> They're like, yeah, Andrew. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have that. <laughs> Maybe we're wrong. Maybe uh, we're seeing this all wrong. Maybe we just have to be insane and just tell uh, people we'll buy them. Yeah, we, uh, I mean, yeah, the, the amount... <laughs> <laughs> of people that come up to you and act better than you yeah what's like your impression of a, a girl <laughs> you were doing one the well, other well the girl there's there's a few types that come in there and they're all normally the same so there's like uh the young the, the young girl she's definitely under 25 somewhere in between 20 and 25 and she comes in with the man who's like 52 50, 55 wait just looking at me and describing our relationship <laughs> no this listen, is getting sad on my head. it's different <laughs> it's we're so poor different. it's different <laughs> <laughs> this is about love <laughs> no so <laughs> it's completely different well there's one girl she comes in she's got full boob job porcelain skin she's killing it she's got a full boob job nose job everyone has the same nose in west hollywood if you have a nose job it's the same one it's copy and paste and um she's got those like anime eyes and she's with this guy who's like pretty disgusting most of the time but he's just rich you can tell and they come in and the guy completely talks and the girl's behind like What? Can you do, hear these noises? Do I wanna, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Do you want to sit inside or outside? Um, outside. Can we have a heater, bitch? There's 50 heaters. Did you miss them when you were coming in? Like, I, uh, yes, you can have a heater. And then, and then they come, and then I sit them down, and I have to compliment the girl, otherwise she just mean mugs me the whole time. So I have to be like, "Wow, I love your tits," like or something like that. You'll you say know? that. No. Oh, Andrew, God, you're ruining this for me. I'm so sorry. Can we start again? I fucked up. Yeah, you did. I just didn't know when the character. I didn't know when you started in the character. Wait, what? 
All you have to do is look at my nose. It's me in here. <laughs> still just Brenna. It's still me. <sighs> okay, well, I'm just trying no, to No, 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 I'm sorry. So didn't you have to it compliment them? It doesn't matter. Them? You have to compliment them. And then all of a sudden they're like, they're either like, oh my God, thank you. Or they're just like, mm-hmm thanks and then there just there's no but there's no personality and the guy's just like uh, 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 can i uh. and i'm just like what are the, i need to know what their conversation is about when they're having dinner and then there's this other woman who comes in she's a middle-aged woman and she uh she's white and she comes up and she basically gets in the host stand with you to look at your computer you, do you see our it's our reservation oh we Ma'am, relax. First of all, you need to relax. I am not going. I can't jive off of your energy. I don't know what. So anyways, that, that's. She'll the, get on the. Will she point at the computer yes, and be like, there's my yes, name. They'll, they'll literally look at the, the, the iPad with me. And I'm like. You Dude, stop. the entitlement it's is insane. insane. It's insane. I wonder if it's like and then we just get, how much like prescription drugs they're yeah. on where they just are like so out of touch with reality yeah. and they're just like, no, I'll just float in and I'll do exactly what I want and yeah. nothing bad will happen because I came here in a Range Rover. I'm leaving in a Range Rover. We get a lot of uh, like BBLs. I, I so like fake asses. They're so far out that their jeans really don't come up. Like the top of their ass crack is like a landing, like a landing strip. Like it go really does jut out like a square, but then it rounds down on the way down. It's it's wild. So they're just getting air in there. They're just getting straight air, just <laughs> air filtration system. And then um, that's a big like a lot of BBLs. Um, and then. And that stands for what? Brazilian butt lift? Yeah. And then we get like influencers. And then I honestly have only heard of one A-list celebrity coming in so far. But we get a lot of like celebrities that were like celebrities in 2004. And then they act fucking so mad. What was his name? I don't think I can say. But they act so mad when they don't, when you don't know who they are. And (laughs) Do you know who I was? You might be able to guess, but... I just have to say it's like somebody who was in like, uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say. So I, I let's just say this. He was wearing a matching scarf and beret set. I'm sorry, but that is so weird. Yes. That's such a weird look. And it was like a mustard or like a like a yellow, like yellow, a yellow scarf and a yellow beret and a plaid jacket. You are what are you still in the movie that you played in? Oh, what's funny about still that too is like you were you were maybe eight years old when his movies came out, maybe five years old, and for him to like expect you to <laughs> not only like him but kiss his ass and appreciate him and treat him differently when you have no idea who he, he has to tell you who he is, he's like pulling up his IMDb, yeah, and, and he's like going through it with you. And you're like, yeah, dude, I don't care. I barely watch, ne- like, there's like five shows I've ever watched in my life. Like, I don't care about you. Yeah. He's the same. He has, like, the same attitude as he did in the movie he played. And then when he, like, when I was like, yeah, you have to, we're waiting for your entire party to get here so we can seat you. And just staring and just staring. And he goes, well, I don't understand. The table's not ready. You didn't set your tables. 
sir, Mm. I'm following policy. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, so entitled. And I'm like, nobody cares about you. Like, no one ever did. Like, stop acting like that. Well, for like six months, they did. Oh, God, I just can't stand it. It's like, unless you're in Outer Banks or you're (laughs) Wendy or whatever. What's her name? Uh, (laughs) Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Zendaya. Zendaya. Justin Bieber. I'd be pretty pumped if Zendaya came in. Yeah, that'd be pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, I would definitely look at her tits. <laughs> yeah. Not in a, in a yeah, you don't have way to, to make You don't have insecure. to clarify. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just to back her up, make her feel better. Um, I'd be like, Zendaya, do you want to get naked in the bathroom? Yeah, the idea of celebrity out here is just hilarious because there aren't really A-lister celebrities, I feel like, anymore. At least I'm out of touch with it. So the idea yeah. of someone that was never even an A-lister and it's been 15 years since they've been. And by the way, good for you for for being in stuff back in the day. I'm proud of you. Yeah. But don't you don't have to bring that energy in yeah. here. Like, I get it. Like, you want to still feel re- relevant. 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 <laughs> relevant. Jesus. Well, I just think like celebrities now are so much more niche than they used to be like you could be an a-list celebrity in this category but like a-list celebrities you know 20 years ago were just movie stars that's what they were and now there's like oh you could be an a-list celebrity from like if you're really if you You just follow a lot of tiktoks you know or or tiktokers or yeah a-list comedian like stuff like that but anyhow we uh so the last episode I smoked weed on and uh, the day before, like, so I was pretty down about a situation and I was like, all right, well, let's, let's try to go get some weed to feel better, which I don't, every time I smoke or take an edible, I never feel like, be- it always just fucks with my brain. I get more like self-conscious and mm-hmm. And then I realized I don't need it in my life. But anyways, we went and got an edible and we got a joint or edibles. And we asked the people, we go, you know, you go to L.A. and now there's just stores. You walk in, you're like, oh, I want flowers or do you want, you know, uh, whatever. What's the, or edibles. And we're always like, we want like something like that will cheer us <laughs> up, but also like keep us down. <laughs> that will like have us like relax, but also give us energy and give us bliss. But then also sadness, but not really sadness, but like that real kind of sadness <laughs> that you can only feel in like a perfect energy kind of way. And they're like, oh, we got that right for you. <laughs> yeah. Here it is right here. And it's so funny because like I am old enough where like the one weed guy in your high school was like a 20 year old guy who had like who just came off creepy, who was trying to sleep with the seniors in the high school, and he was the one to sell weed. And it's like, does everyone know Brian? You got to meet Brian. And then you had to, like, go through, like, six different people to get weed, yeah. to buy an ounce. You had to of- text somebody to text somebody, and, like, they would text the person and be like, let me see if it's cool, and then text them back. Like, wild. And it was always, like, if you smoked weed back in the day and you were able to get weed, it was a whole, that was your whole personality. Yeah. Like, you were cool because, and now you could go in and get it like a fucking slurpee like nothing <laughs> there's no coolness anymore to it if, if anything it feels not cool but i go in there and we're like okay we'll get some weed and we'll go to chick-fil-a or you really wanted to go to chick-fil-a yeah and um we get the edibles and we're like why don't we just eat it now and it'll kick in by the time we get chick-fil-a and we go home by the time we're getting home. By the time we're getting home. And we're driving down Melrose and we drive past in and out. And then Brennan's like, well, why don't you go to Chick-fil-A? And I 
go to in and out that should have been our first sign that it was kicking in <laughs> yes that is true. me being like well we could get the fries from chick-fil-a and burgers from in and out. <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> it is funny when you get just oh do you want the whole meal no i'm actually uh <laughs> i'm making my own meal from four different fast food restaurants <laughs> So if Dude, you, people do that on YouTube videos. It's fun. Really? Yeah. Church of Petas. <laughs> oh, man. Get a Frosty from Wendy's yeah. and a taco from Taco Bell. Oh, and then I was, you were, so we ended up in the Chick-fil-A line yeah. for so long. The line was taking so long. And we, you're on the phone with your brother. I'm just doing Snapchat filters on my phone, just giggling to myself at how <laughs> funny Snapchat filters are. They're we're having so two funny. very different experiences. <laughs> you're doing the like the heavyweight dog. Yeah. And you're like, ah, ha, ha. And I'm just I'm having like, like, Sam, you got it. I wish you could see this filter right now. <laughs> and I'm talking to Sam about a situation that's extremely serious where I'm like just trying to get by. And, um, and the, and the line at this Chick-fil-A, I can't even explain to you how much traffic there is. And like, if you're, you could be in the way of them getting out and then getting back in and then the line's not moving. Anyways, it, it took probably, it took long enough where the edible was full on. By the time we were pulling in. To <laughs> Just the Chick-fil-A line. Yeah, no. And then Brenna orders in slow motion and it drives me insane. I'm like, let me just get the number two uh, with uh, uh, honey mustard and or a Chick-fil-A sauce. And then Brenna's like, um, she always leans over me. <laughs> over the glove box. Over the glove box. And it's like, yeah, I've. I want the spicy chicken sandwich. Ki- sandwich. Can you add um, ch- cheddar, <laughs> tomato, uh, four uh, honey mustard, three <laughs> three ranch, uh, uh, Chick Fil A, um, a spicy <laughs> sriracha, and. <laughs> And just, oh, and then I'm I losing go, my mind. And then I go, oh, I just realized the sandwich I want is actually a del- spicy deluxe sandwich, but I just don't want the pepper jack cheese. I want the cheddar cheese instead. Yes, <laughs> that's when I was losing my and mind. And then I, I was, was like, eating it and picked it all off anyways. <laughs> I just wanted to get out of there so bad. So we get out of there. We end up getting all the sauces. Yeah. Which we do love sauces. Yeah. It's funny, like I'll dip the sauces. I feel like I'm like Bob Ross, like making a painting. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I'm swirling them together, I'm swirling them all around. Like, oh, look at this! Oh, look at this chicken tender. And I eat it, and then I go, oh, this is my masterpiece. And then in my mind, literally the other day, I did it. I did like five different sauces, and this is how I know I was high, and I forgot I was high. But I was like, why don't I bottle this? These seven sauces. <laughs> and I'll sell them. And I'll call it the non-secret secret sauce or something. Something, whatever. And, and the list of ingredients is just the different name of the different sauces <laughs> that I put in it. And sodium. <laughs> in eight grams of fat. This sauce is a ranch, Chick-fil-A, uh, spicy <laughs> sriracha, honey mustard, <laughs> and barbecue. Oh, and buffalo. <laughs> and the other one that I can't think of. And I know it's not spicy sriracha. It's something sor- uh, sriracha. I think it's... Uh, anyway, so, so I have this idea where I'll put them all together. I'm the type of consumer I'd look at that ingredient list and be like, okay, I feel like I'm getting enough information here. I'd be like, oh, they're missing fucking... They're missing... <laughs> 
blue cheese or whatever and like they're missing them. like the one guy that's like really you, they didn't yeah you're like wow i'm gonna go get some blue cheese i guess so this is how i know i'm high i have this whole idea that i'm gonna make like a bob ross painting i'm gonna make my own sauce and sell it and mm-hmm. it's gonna go nuts because mm-hmm. i'm like this is what people want mm-hmm. i'm not the only one <laughs> and then chick-fil-a gets in touch with me and they're like look <laughs> we know what you're up to <laughs> What are you? How are you selling this uh, without getting sued by Chick Fil A? Are the, you selling it up at like Runyon Canyon? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like with all the other people of tables. I'm like I'm I'm getting cups from Chick Fil A to put this on. <laughs> people just think you work at Chick Fil A. Yes, I, it's a it's a mobile Chick Fil A. I don't tell them. I get a hat. From you all. have an air fryer out there, and you put some vegan nugs in it, and just oh yeah, a little taste test. Yeah, yeah. So I start selling it, and then it, I, I get a TikTok going. People are fucking going nuts over the not secret secret sauce, and then Chick Fil A is like, "Look, you got to stop." And I'm like, "Try to stop me." And then it like we get some publicity. Mm-hmm. I'm going back and forth. <clears throat> and then I was like, well, why don't, why don't you guys? And then they're like, then they may start trying to do it too, but I beat them yeah. to their own yeah, sauce. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, so then I go on Shark Tank and I'm like, look, get some heat right now. <laughs> we don't have to call it the Chick-fil-A, not secret, secret sauce. We know what's in it. Yeah. Let's just make our own. With your backing, I could stop putting in Chick-fil-A cups and we can make our own. Oh my God. Like the everything bagel seasoning, but just the everything sauce. Yes. The everything sauce. Yeah. So Whoa. they're like, yeah, we could get behind this. And then fucking they inv- they invest. And and then in and out trades out their sauce for your sauce. <laughs> yeah. And then we go. <laughs> yeah. And then I realized this. And edible, then Chick-fil-A ends edible. up buying your sauce. Yeah. <laughs> and then you realize that you're high. <laughs> <laughs> Way too high. Like insanely high. We have two different kind of highs. You're doing car insurance. <laughs> <laughs> I called progressive and got a new quote. <laughs> And then I got to the end and they were like, it's going to be $400. And I go, I just paid $338 for my other insurance. And they were like, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to have to call you guys back. (laughs) I'm going to go talk to uh, my boyfriend about this. Hey, Andrew, uh, babe, I'm working on sauce. I'm working on. (laughs) You're in the kitchen sweating. You have a Chick-fil-A apron on. (laughs) With plastic glasses on and a lap coat. It's just me with ranch and barbecue. Oh, so funny. Babe, I'm working on something here. But it's just with their little cu- sauce cups. So yeah. Just, just like... <laughs> There's no science behind it right now. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Yeah. The sauce We expert. saw a dog when we were pulling into our driveway when our edible hit. We saw a dog with a raincoat on. And it, had, <laughs> it was a yellow raincoat, but it had a hood. And that is the cutest thing. A dog with a hood on is the cutest and funniest thing I have seen in so long. <laughs> it's probably because they're high, but it was know, very it's funny. So funny. Yeah, that dog. I had tears, it like rolling down my face, by because just in the rain. It's so funny. I mean, the only thing funnier about that is if he was holding an umbrella. Like the idea that like a, it was raining, but yeah, I guess it still gets its ass wet. Yeah, but it's not covering the whole dog. Yeah, I wish I had little rain boots on though. That would have just sealed in, the deal. In New York, when I was a dog walker, uh-huh. I had to put booties on the dogs so cute 
It is, but if you ever try to put a booty on a dog, it's it's very difficult. Yeah, one time I well, I dog sat for a friend, and she didn't. There weren't booties, but so I had to put sock. I put <laughs> I put socks on the dog, and then put hair ties around the top of the of the sock to keep it on the paws. <laughs> they ended up falling off, but I really thought I was doing something there. Was it snowing? Something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I wouldn't just do that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, what happens in New York is there's salt on the ground and the mm. salt gets into the paws, apparently. Um, yeah. No, that was uh, that was quite a day. And then I smoked weed on the podcast with Mark, the one that was unlistenable. Again, I apologize. And I had a show that night. Five hours later, you went to work. You took one puff. Uh, I was a space cadet the whole night. I took like five hits and I've never, I'm just like, I sound like such like, I can't handle wheat, but I really just can't. And uh, I was trying to not be high Mm -hmm. for my show (laughs) five hours later and I was alone in the house and I was just trying to, I was like, I should have Googled it. (laughs) I almost did. That's how high I was. I forgot to Google how to not be high. And then I started uh, eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I ate like one and then one more like slice. And I was yeah. like, this will help me. Yeah. And I drank a ton of water. And like anything, the more you try to stop it, the more it just... I mean, there's nothing like a high person thinking they're not going to be high if they just eat something. <laughs> <laughs> a PB&J also. That's like having a black eye and being like, I'm going to hold a cold spoon over it and hopefully it'll help the bruise. Yeah, within three hours. <laughs> yeah, it's it was very uh, <clears throat> desperate thinking. And I got to the show and I was just like, I can't think. I can't. My brain, I'm not quick. I don't feel on. People are talking to me and trying to be funny and I'm just like, oh yeah. I, like, I can't <laughs> even talk back to comedians yeah, well. Yeah. And I have to go last and this show, uh, Matt Reif was on it. Who's like now he's been on this show or puddles before, but he's blowing up right now. And so he like brings the audience. He goes first and I'm going last. So his audience is like, I think we're going to go to another Matt Reif sh- show. <laughs> A second one. He's at the improv tonight. Later tonight, we're going to go on down there. Honestly. And so by the time I get on stage, people are leaving and I'm so high that I hear everything and I'm like focused on, I just can't. And I, and I didn't have the worst set in the world, but I definitely did not have a good set. And it was all, and I just couldn't connect my yeah. brain. Oh my God. You have to, what about in the middle of the set? You kind of just like admitted to the crowd though, didn't you? Oh yeah. By the time in the middle, like a couple jokes weren't working. I was like, look, I just got to tell you guys I'm high. <laughs> uh, I smoked five hours ago and uh, I haven't smoked for six years, pretty much a joint. And uh, I tried to eat a peanut butter and jelly, but it didn't work. And, everyone's and didn't like, you just, weren't, weren't you like, I'm just so sweaty. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. I said that at one point. I go, I'm really sweaty. <laughs> like not even like. Didn't I'm, you try to drink a beer too? You were like, if I drink a beer, I won't be high. Yeah, I tried two beers. I smoked more weed. You just got no. more fucked up. Yeah, I did cocaine. You got cross-mated. You were telling me, you told me you drank two beers. And I was like, this is the stupidest thing you could have done is also beer of all things. Like, oh, beer bloats me up. I'll sweat. I'll burp. I just thought maybe like a different fuck up will make <laughs> up for another fuck up. It's like sometimes when I eat really fucking like binge meals, I'll literally be like, maybe I should eat an apple. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, Afterwards. yeah. An apple. It's like having a Diet Coke when you eat a cheeseburger. Yeah, like, yeah. It's all balanced, yeah. but it's not scientifically yeah. right at all. So I like got off stage and I was like, that was not good. I don't think I even did my time. I like apologized to the booker. And I was like, dude, my bad. I, that was not good. And he's just laughing. No one cares. It, I'm the only one that really cares. Also, it wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. But I'm just used to doing very well. And I was already kind of in a like sensitive space. And I just came home. And I'm just like, I'm done. I'm over this. Yeah. I'm over comedy. I'm over this. I'll just go. I'll get my real estate. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I've been having a lot of like those like thoughts, thoughts of just like, uh it's just, you know, this business Andrew, is hard. It's your it's your uh, midlife crisis. I just realized that. <laughs> oh, my God. This might be my midlife crisis. This is your midlife crisis. I go crisis. buy a Porsche? My the- parents went through this at your age. <laughs> <laughs> Last year. I'm serious. Yeah. I just realized that. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now that I can rationalize it around that it's your midlife crisis and that you're dying soon. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, you're on the way down. I had my I had my quarter life crisis when I moved to Chicago. Don't you remember? Yeah, I went through that. I know. Yeah, it's so weird though when something's such your identity. Yeah, you know, I never had a job, even though I did real estate. I never was like I'm a real estate broker. Yeah, or, yeah. or like maybe when I played sports back in the day, that was like my identity. Mm-hmm. Like I'm an athlete, mm-hmm. and I felt very like connected with that. So with comedy, I'm like I'm a comic. I am a connected i am a con like you know yeah but it's just a guy doing comedy you know yeah. maybe I'm, we gotta find you something like a hobby i mean i really want to learn spanish <laughs> <laughs> i do do <laughs> <laughs> learn spanish with me uh, see muy bien <laughs> i bueno. don't know some 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 sort of something that you don't feel as connected or as yes. attached to like this is who I am, you know. Well, like, you're going to go to school. Yeah. So like and I think that is I'm like so I'm very eager to attach being an esthetician to like my identity cuz <laughs> cuz it is, like I yeah. a big part of my identity and it sounds so like oh my god, I sound so basic when I say this, but I it's what I love is like skincare and I love to like help people with their skin, like people in my life, you know, and just like helping them with their skin and <clears throat> just like tips and tricks. And like, I'm excited for that. So what is it about skincare that you love so much? I just, well, I love that. It's like, there is a, there is a way to fix like people who have, you know, like things about their skin that they don't love. Like one, there is a way to fix it. And two, there's a lot of misinformation out there. So they're like, just not, they're you know not properly educated about how to you know take um how to properly take care of their skin and then also i am i just am like a giver like i am a person who i love to give to like myself to people like and just like see how happy it makes them i don't know like i love doing you can see the results yeah like it sounds so that's why i got into comedy yeah i love to make people feel good I know. And then you cut to 11 years from now. You're like, if I have to do one yeah. more face. I, I also love that there's like, it's something I'm I'm finally passionate about. I'm 27. I've never cared about something this much. And then like, there's so much op- like opportunity to like, you know, be, be like be an entrepreneur and do it on my own. And like, I can just grow from it. So 
there's something when you have a skill, even if you have to depend on, <clears throat> on like customers and stuff, you still have that skill. So you, f it feels like valuable as opposed to like, you know, when you're doing sales, when you were working in retail and stuff, it's like, like your skill is just to be like amendable to people. Yeah, you're not yeah. really, I mean, it's nice. Like you, you have to organize the store and it, I'm not like trying to like say it's not, uh, hard to do but you just don't there's not there's it's hard to have a lot of self-worth unless you could like tangibly like feel like i'm like i'm doing something like i have yeah. like something to offer well in corporate spaces like that there's just there's so much direction there's no you know what i mean like there's really not a lot of room for you to be like i'm doing it this way because of because like there's so much po too much policy so oh yeah so then it's like too much red tape yeah to like to get anything done and yeah, then you have to rely on like if you want to get something done, it has to go through like three different people as opposed to yep. like a skincare thing. I mean, did it, they give you the ability to kind of I mean, it depends. I mean, there's still like a corporate, you know, yeah. uh, esthetician like that would be like if I were to go to like a, be an esthetician at a massage lux, you know, in California, the state of California, I can't do medical aesthetics like laser treatments, microneedling, stuff like that. But the medical spa I worked at in Missouri, I, I can. It's like about having the license. And I know you and I already know we're not going to be in California for the rest of our lives. Like I can start out in a setting that's, you know, doing facials and doing those like waxing and stuff like that. And like, you know, there's medical spas all over the world. I can. Yeah. You know, I'm, I will just I'll just keep learning. So you, you gave me a five step routine. Um. And now it's down to like three steps and then sometimes one step. I try to, and I do see like a big difference when I do yeah. adhere to it. Uh, <laughs> it is. Um, when you go on the road, I, I just know my face you come back apart. and I'm just like, what? it was three days and you got dry skin everywhere. <laughs> Dude, flying destroys your face. Yeah, it really does. And you also don't drink enough water. Yes. I know that about you. I don't drink enough water. I'm flying. I'm stressed. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's fun. It's fun. Um, what else was happening recently with us? I feel like, uh, we had some like stories recently that like, I'm trying to think what we did. Oh, what have we been up to? I mean, this is where we like run out of steam. We're like, so what else is yeah. going on with, um, well, you're thinking about doing some, you're getting, uh, we're going to a wedding. I know. <laughs> we are going to a wedding in Chicago. Yeah. I'm trying to set up a show in Chicago. Our cousin's Mikey, or my cousin Mikey's getting married. Mm -hmm. um, it's funny. She asked you to pick out the dress. So now yeah, Brenna's we, looking for dresses. Oh, I sent her a whole thing. She went to the store, tried them on, wasn't. We narrowed it down. I did a yesterday. I, I went. That's what I was doing at uh, happy hour yesterday. I took my computer and drank some wine and then looked for a whole other set of dresses, <laughs> a little bit more t tailored to what she was looking for. I mean, you're putting in hours. I did. I, I sent them over. She was like, what can I send you? And I was like, you just better give us good seats at the wedding. You know? No, <laughs> you get fucking some money, dude. <laughs> no. And then... <laughs> I'm just such a giver. No, so then I send her all these dresses, and then um, 
she ordered, she ordered some yeah. she ordered some and i'm really excited i mean to be able to pick somebody's wedding dress out for them hello that is so much fun like i know i feel like a little bit of pressure when i overlook and we're in bed and brenna's just looking at a wedding dress <laughs> oh stop it she's like do you like this one on me i mean on erica <laughs> like soon you better hurry up yeah. bitch <laughs> um don't feel any pressure no not at all but hurry up yeah. uh i do want to wear a white dress sometime soon <laughs> i wear a white dress to her wedding <laughs> that's like a cardinal sin yeah huh? yeah yeah that's not cool of me but we're gonna get good seats at the wedding what is a good seats at the wedding what do you next mean next to the... your brothers oh <laughs> <laughs> don't you think like that duh don't sit us next to some randos there is times when you go to a wedding and they're like oh you're at table uh 86 and it's like well there's only 12 tables they're like no it's the good table yeah it's a good one and you get there and you're like none of us know each nobody other nobody cares about us yeah yeah we're in the corner we're like in the janitor's closet eating like uh baloney and they're like no this is what, this is the no. cool table <laughs> no i imagine a good seat at the wedding would be yeah six people your your brothers and and their wives like yes that would be a hoot it would be great by the dance floor mm-hmm. close to uh hopefully you're getting the food as quick as possible 100 percent yeah, there's times where you're at a table and you're just like, so how, how do you know Brown and Groom? Oh, you're not even family? Oh, you're just, oh, you just well, work for them for a little while? Oh, you don't even really know them? Oh, you're just here for free prime rib? Oh, me too. Like, I don't know. I've been put at those tables a few times where I'm just like, I know that that this is not the main table. And it's like. Well, why why wouldn't you put the people who know each other next to each other at a wedding? Like, I'm not, I've already put in so much work to get here. Why are you going to make me work more? Yes. And try to get to know these people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just... yeah. So, <laughs> what do you do? And it's always loud it's in the there. Worst. And you're like, oh, you, why? Oh, you, you're, oh, you do your PR? Cool. <laughs> that's My... why, maybe that's why people get so hammered at weddings is because they're just like using oh, it as social lubricant. Yeah. Cause it's like a first date yeah. where you feel pressure to like meet these random people. Mm-hmm. I do get it though. I guess if you just sit people down at where like they all know each other, it'll end up not feeling yeah they'll exclude other people you know i mean the last time we went to a, a wedding together was your other co- cousin's wedding and we ended up meeting two great people we did and they, now we follow them on instagram yeah and her sister's like a big tiktoker i mm-hmm. forget what her name is but remy remy mm-hmm. yeah her sister's so cute yeah her like her They're instagram very nice. is so cute yeah yeah my uh yeah they didn't sit us next to our brothers no they? and your brothers i think were were they at the same table? Maybe not. We you, we were all kind of like by each other, but the I was like I didn't I didn't get it. But I guess you you guys were we were sad. I don't know if you realize this, but we were the ones who were sat at the outcast. That's not what I'm saying. Outcast table last time, but your brothers were sat next to some of your other family. That's what I'm saying. I know. I'm always messy. sat at the freaking yeah. outcast table. Wow, maybe we're thinking learning something about ourselves. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't go to the wedding. <laughs> This is, I'm putting in this work so we can finally get to the good table. So sad. Why don't they just love us for us? Why do we have to? I'm picking out Mikey's cummerbund. <laughs> last, last, the last wedding we went to with your cousins, and there was like a little table with all the yarmulkes. Everyone was putting them on, and you and I walked past, and I go, "Hey, you gonna?" And I pointed to your head. I was like, you're going to, and you go, what? What's the name of it? 
<laughs> what did you call it? I, don't I called you... it a yarmulke. Of course, I know what a yarmulke is. Yeah. My uh, my gra- my parents own. My grandpa passed away a, la- a year ago and owned this. Uh, um, yarmulke store. <laughs> laundry mat that my parents took over once my grandpa i mean they took it over far before but like really took it over so that my grandma didn't have to really worry about it as much and um my mom told me the story it was summertime and there's a uh like a jewish camp somewhere around my small town and uh it's such a small town that the people just don't know they there's no diversity right so um these kids they bus in these these jewish kids on this on the bus and they all have sounds so bad (laughs) i know there's a concentration camp with a bus (laughs) but it's in the middle of michigan no one knows about it um, to do their laundry for camp and so they all come in and whatever there's like a bunch of little kids and they all have yarmulkes on and one of the workers calls my mom and she's like hey there's a bunch of little kids here with they all have little hats on (laughs) little hats that's the thing i think what happens when your parents are in a small town and uh that's what they think jewish people are just those like people on buses with hats like they don't realize like there's jewish people like reformed that don't wear little hats that wear regular size hats i still i don't know if i ever told the story on this podcast and this will wrap it up with this story but uh the first time i went to meet brenna's family I met uh, your mom and your. we went over to your grandma's house and we're all sitting around. It felt like, I thought, I'm like, is this an intervention for me being Jewish? Yeah, we're literally all in a circle. We're all in a circle. <laughs> and I'm sitting next to uh, your one uh, cousin who is uh, mentally handicapped. It's my aunt and she's mentally impaired. Mentally impaired. Uh-huh. And she keeps trying to punch, threatening she, to punch me. She punches, and she punches me every you. time I see her. Yeah, so she's yeah. sitting next to me. I'm about, and then she goes, is Brenna mean to you? And I go, yeah. She goes, I, she is mean. <laughs> I was like, damn, she knows something. She's so, always calling people out. Yeah, she's awesome. Uh, and um, maybe she just doesn't have the veil over her face like the rest of us do. She just, yeah, you know they, what I mean? They just say whatever. There's yeah. no, there's no, um, no buffer. It's yeah. just like straight social cues. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Okay. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. So we're sitting around in a circle and. Um, it's Christmas time and they're all like, all right, let's go around and be like, what are we thankful for? It was it was Christmas. It wasn't Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, Christmas. Still, we're bringing Thanksgiving to Christmas. <laughs> and we're each going around what we're grateful for. And uh, we're all like saying different things. And then, I don't know, somehow your grandma starts talking and she looks at me and she goes, what are, what are, what are your favorite? And I love your grandma. Your grandma is like right out of like a, uh, like a, a movie of like a da-da-da, like... Oh. Yeah, Brenna would hear her grandma singing. I grew up. I'll tell this story yeah, after yeah, you. Yeah, so her grandma looks at me and she goes, uh, "What were your Christmas? Traditions? What were your Christmas traditions?" And I got, I kind of paused because here's the thing: I kind of had some because I did grow up with a Christian stepmom, so we had Christmas, but I like, I kind of froze because I didn't want to like have to explain I'm Jewish, but my dad remarried. It's a whole long story to get to Christmaka. Yeah. And you don't want to say you're you don't want to exclude the Jewish part. Like you don't yes. want to just be like, oh here are my Christmas traditions. Yeah, know? here's my like, Christmas traditions. Yeah. And then people call me out, they're like, but you're so uh 
I see your mom's like it all seemed very slow motion. It was it was. Yeah. Like because I think we you and I were both like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know what she was going to say. And she does this. No. She goes, and it was like this. Her hand was like <laughs> it was like she was like on a stage and trying to trying to show let people see her enunciate it but also show that she was trying to whisper at the same time. Like her hand was kind of like out from her face, but still covering up. Yeah, just, she wasn't doing a good job. Yeah. Uh, also, this always makes people listen harder. Yeah. Like no one does this and says anything positive. Because the either. whole room was silent and yeah. my mom does this hand over the mouth motion. The whole point of this is going like, he's he's he was arrested or, you know, he was mean to uh, Kathleen. <laughs> But instead, she goes, he's Jewish. <laughs> no, you, he, you know what it was with her hand? It wasn't covering up her mouth. It was on the other side of her face. So everyone in the circle could still see her. Yeah, and she, she just goes, made it a he's megaphone. He's Jewish. Yeah, yeah, he's Jewish. He's Jewish. And your grandma's like, ew, <laughs> ew. No, your grandma was like, oh, okay. Oh. Oh. She sounds like a ghost a little bit. Like My a- grandparents grew up across. I grew up. Um, they were. Again, it's like a Hallmark movie. I grew up with my grandparents across the alleyway. We were next door neighbors. And my grandma's had these like huge windows she would open up and in the front and the back of the house. And you could just it was created a great path of air. And, you know, she is, was always a part of like community or is part of a community choir, a church choir. She plays the piano. She's been involved in music her whole life so she's practicing all the time for these choirs and she has this little tape recorder and she will press play and you could just hear her she would practice singing at home and it just flows throughout into the neighborhood but you can just hear it if you're outside and she's just oh and there are these church gospel songs <laughs> so they're always like are there oh, birds yeah and i just remember sometimes i just walking up to her house and i walk in the house and be like grandma and it's just like Ooh. <laughs> my grandpa was always in the basement just and she couldn't hear so it's so creepy my brother and i still remember she couldn't hear her own voice well she has hearing aids and i think she was like didn't have them at that point so she could never hear us coming in it's just (laughs) (laughs) my grand my brother and i still reminisce about her today just how funny it is she has a voice of an angel though she really does she really does she's a she is an angel on earth well, this podcast is dedicated. Well, she knows that's <laughs> this podcast is dedicated. No, you can't dedicate a podcast to someone alive. I, she's alive. She's doing great. Like, it feels bad. I just it doesn't feel. No, good. shout out to Jima. Yeah, shout shout out. Uh, <laughs> Love you so much. Um, yeah. So, uh, thank you for listening. Um, this was the emergency rescue podcast. Thank you so much, Brenna, for saving the day. I really do appreciate it. Um, Yeah, and thank you for uh, listening, to keep listening. Again, we're sorry about that. I'll try to get Mark on again as long as he doesn't want to murder me. Um, And, uh, no, he's very cool. He's great. Look him up still. Mark Smalls, great comedian on Instagram. And I think he has shows in San Diego at the beginning of March. So check him out on the road. He's a very funny comedian and... uh, yeah, and I'll be performing in Chicago. I 
don't quite have the details yet, but end of April, and then I'll be in May. I'm going to be in Florida at the Orlando Improv and the Tampa Improv, May 9th, May 10th. Come on out. Thank you again. Thank you, Brenna. I love you. Love you. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Stay safe out there, folks.